Welcome to episode 142 of the Manager Track podcast. This episode is all about how the newly released AI tool, ChatGTP, can help you at work if you choose to check it out. I will share eight specific ways that you, as a person in a manager or a leadership role, can use the tool to help you with some of the common tasks you're currently handling. Here's the question. How do you successfully transition into your first official leadership role, build the confidence and competence to lead your team successfully and establish yourself as a respected and trusted leader across the organization? That's the question and this show provides the answers. Welcome to the Manager Track Podcast. I'm your host, Ramona Shaw, and I'm on a mission to create workplaces where work is not seen as a source of stress and dread, but as a source of contribution, connection, and fulfillment. And this transition starts with developing a new generation of leaders who know how to lead so everyone wins and grows. In this show, you learn how to think, communicate, and act as the confident and competent leader you know you can be. Welcome to this episode of the Manager Track Podcast. I'm glad you're here and I hope you had a good start in the new year 2023. This is a awesome time. I love the new year. I love the end of the year and then the beginning of the new year for doing some self-reflection on what went well last year, what's not going so well, what are some of the things I want to let go of, what are some of the things I want to try this coming year. And I hope you did the same. Um, if you're thinking about your career progression or career moves or growing in your career at a increased rate or getting to that next level, one of the tools that you might have heard me talk about previously or linked to in the show notes is the career journal. I highly recommend that if you want to do this kind of self-reflection, but also take stake of what you already have and how far you've come. The Career Journal includes a lot of these uh, exercises to go through to give you this sense of clarity. But let's close that and put that aside. You'll find the link in the show note if that's of interest. As it relates to sort of my own self-reflection, I want to share a couple of things with you here and it directly relates to the podcast. Last year, I had a lot of interviews on the Mention Track podcast. And I really enjoyed these conversations, but I also realized how much I miss doing solo episodes where I can, you know, I pick up a topic, something that either is top of mind for me or that I notice is top of mind for a lot of my clients. And I want to share this with you. And so you'll see in the next three to six months, a lot more solo episodes on the Manager Track podcast. And I'm also interested to hear what kind of questions you have and what kind of topics you would like for me to talk about on this podcast. Any challenges you have coming up, um, anything big picture about career and leadership that you would like for me to share a little bit more information or background on or context on. Or if you have a very specific question, a situation that you're in and you'd love some help with. So if you have some feedback for me or some inputs and ideas, please check out the survey in the show notes and open that up, drop your comment in there and my team and I will review these and then whenever we can, we will address those in future episodes. So I'd love to hear from you because at the end of the day, yes, this is a great outlet for me. It's a creative outlet to some extent, but I create this show for you. I know that I'm in a unique position because I talk to leaders day in and day out about their challenges and their 
there's so much insight that comes from that. And I want to pass as much as I can in this format of the podcast back on to you to help more people in your roles. We definitely need all the help that we can these days. There's so much going on in the workplace, changes that are coming up, new generations entering the workforce, challenging many of us in new ways, as well as just the economic environment. We have a series of layoffs and hiring freezes that we see located in the Bay Area. And we see this left and right, unfortunately. So whether you've lost a job or if you feel a little insecure about your job or job safety or even the organization and where that's going to go, or if you have survived the layoff phase and are left behind now trying to figure out how to achieve big goals and get through the trough with fewer resources, then investing in yourself and in your leadership competencies is key. Plus, having support on your side makes a huge difference as well. Now, speaking of that, if you have listened to me for a while here on this podcast, you know that I have a new manager training program. It's called the Leadership Accelerator. It's a very structured program specifically designed for people who are newly promoted or in their first few years in a leadership role and have not yet had that foundational training. Now, in addition to the Leadership Accelerator, this year we're launching our second program, which is called the Leadership advisory. Now, this is for people who have either completed a leadership accelerator or worked with me in one-on-one capacities before, or this is for mid-level managers or people who have led and have had uh, some leadership training in the past and are looking to solidify their leadership philosophy and elevate their skills in order to grow and scale as a leader. That means to, on one hand, bring on more people within their team and get ready for that, or to expand the scope of their responsibilities. So we can either go in depth when you start to manage other managers or in breadth where you start to manage people that you don't know much about what they do, right? So for example, if you're leading operations, you're taking on a compliance department, you may not quite understand what they're doing, but now you become their manager. That means to expand in breadth. So if you find yourself in this situation, Leadership Advisory Program, which will launch in February, could be a great option for you. Check the show notes for a link to find out more about either the Leadership Accelerator or Leadership Advisory Program. The very first step is always to quickly jump on a call with me so we can make sure that the program is the right fit for you and you're the right fit for the program. But now enough about that. Let's now talk about ChatGPT and how that might be helping you at work. So in late November 2022, last year, OpenAI, which is a startup company uh, focused on developing AI tools, released for the very first time this tool called ChatGPT. Now, if you've never heard of this tool or you haven't actually tried it out, ChatGPT is a chat bot, which means you can sign up for an account for free at this point in time. You write a question into the text box and then the chat bot will respond with an answer. In its simplest form, that's it. Now, it's an AI-based tool, which means it uses machine learning and AI to come up with unique responses to your questions. Now, this is really important because it's not pre-programmed to spit out some kind of response to a prompt like you might have seen in Facebook bots or (laughs) Instagram bots and so forth. So it's providing you a response based on a huge set of data and language recognition. And it's not just sending it back as, you know, sort of like bullet points or keywords, it's presenting it to you 
in a way that sounds and looks like someone has actually written it. Now, the other interesting part is because of the way it uses um, or combines sentences, it's unique to some extent. And so software created to detect if a text has been plagiarized actually won't work because it's unique, or at least not at this point. Now, Google and other companies, including OpenAI, who released ChatGPT, have actually or are currently working on ways to code and add these tokens to the language to then be able to have this invisible watermark and for other people to detect whether something has been AI created or human created. But that's separate. Now, to me, this was a mind-boggling experience to test out ChatGPT. And in a lot of the conversations that I find online really focus on, oh, we can use this now to write blogs or Instagram captions and all that or code. Yes, I get it. These are the immediate sort of tangible benefits that we see from, you know, asking it to create a recipe and then with that recipe, create a shopping list and then putting that recipe into table format. Yes, people who love to bake or cook love that approach. People who push out tons of blogs every week love it too. But these are the immediate applications. Now, having an AI tool like this goes way way beyond this and um, the way I believe it will shape and transform workplaces I don't think we're really capturing grasping yet what that means and how imminent this transformation will be now this episode is really going to be focused on some tangible applications so I am going to keep it really really sort of short short-sighted here and give you some ideas on how you could use the tool to help you today tomorrow with the work that you have to do but I do want to take a moment to really step back and say look at the big picture we are really at the cusp of a new era where AI will start to pick up in my humble opinion here be integrated in so many unique ways and the changes that I think are coming our way will be exponential. Now, one of the fun stories that I read was from a professor at a university who said, well, this was so negligent, you know, he was um, sort of shaming <laughs> OpenAI for the tool because he said, we're going to be at the end of the semester and we're supposed to be grading papers from students. And he said, we don't have the tools yet to figure out what was human created and what was AI created. So how am I supposed to grade my students' papers this semester? if I don't know who actually wrote it. And, you know, he said they're having these emergency meetings uh, at the school with the faculty to figure out how to handle it. And I think that just is a great example to demonstrate what this will mean and what we're starting to see going forward. Okay, I'm getting off my soapbox here. <laughs> I can get really passionate about this stuff. Uh, let's talk about ChatGPT and some ideas on how this tool may actually help you. So again, it is AI created, which also means uh, it uses information from pre-2021. So it's not actually linked to the internet and pulling in real-time information. So you can't ask it things such as who won the World Cup 2022. It won't know that. And that's important to know because when you do research, you have to think about the fact that it doesn't know any new year information from, I think, mid-2021 onwards. This is also a word of caution. There's two things I think are really important to keep in mind when using chat GPT. One is you cannot do any request on there or grab any text that it pulls out without proofreading it yourself and sanity checking it, really challenging the information that you see there. Just as we know in the internet, just because it's in the internet doesn't make it true. Just because chat GPT spit it out doesn't mean it's accurate. You really have to proofread it, 
challenge it before you use and own that content. The second one is I actually would uh, resist from using or copy pasting a whole paragraph, even if it's well written in the way that it is. I do think it is great to use as a template, but then you have to edit it and make it yours. Otherwise, it kind of it will start to look really standard and blend. It will also likely miss that spark because it's trying to make it, especially if your quest or your question isn't very specific it will make it kind of generic. Rather than looking at it as, oh, this will provide me a final product, I would look at it as this will give me a starting point, which is way better than starting with a blank white sheet of paper or staring at a blank Google Doc. Using chat GPT to get a bit of a head start with a template or a script or an outline, I think does wonders and I highly recommend that, but not to use its answers as a final product. Okay. Here are the eight things that I think you could immediately check out and see how you could build that in to make your work a little bit more productive. And I definitely had those moments when I thought, oh my gosh, this would have taken me an hour. <laughs> and I got it in five minutes. As a caring and driven manager, I know you want to strengthen your leadership skills, advance your career, and lead a high-performing, engaged team. And in order to do that, as a leader, you need to lead with a system not by shooting from your hips or reacting to everyone else around you. To do so, you need to first learn what should go into a leadership system and second, develop your own. Now, the good news is that I teach you one must-have part in your leadership system in a concise, actionable, and yet comprehensive course focused on running successful one-on-one meetings with your direct reports. It includes over 67 minutes of tactical leadership training plus a set of resources to make this as easy and immediately applicable for you as possible. You can either watch the video lessons or listen to it through a private podcast feed on your phone. You can get your hands on this course, which I want every single manager to have, for a nominal $19 at RamonaShaw.com slash one one. That's two times the number one. You can check the show notes for the details or head on over to RamonaShaw.com slash one one to get started right now. So number one was job descriptions. And again, don't use a generic job description, but if you have to write a job description, even for your own job or for someone that you're hiring, or if you want to have alignment conversations with team members at the beginning of the year, type in what a job description looks like and then think based on this template. Think about what is unique in your role and start editing it and changing it up. Just starting with a template, I think will give you a heads up and will make things easier. So you could type in what's a typical job description for a developer. You could also say, be more specific, write a job description for a UX designer at a fintech startup. So the more specific you get in terms of niche and in the profession and the size of the company and all of that, the better the outcome will be. So get really specific. But whether or not you're hiring, I think this could be a really cool exercise for you to do for your own job, but also the people on uh, your team. And then to work off of that and use that as part of your uh, you know, goal setting conversations and alignment conversations early on. 
The second one is anytime you have to respond to a formal email, for example, you have to accept a request, you have to decline a request, you have to respond to a candidate or someone reaching out asking you to be a mentor and you have to decline them in a polite formal way. Anytime you have to write a formal email, type it in, say I write an email to decline this kind of request or to accept this kind of invitation that will probably give you a really good starting point in the way that ChatGPT will lay it out and then you have to edit this, but it might make it easier for you. That's number two. Number three is any welcome emails to new hires, any broad announcements that you have to write. Now the third, and we're going to stick with emails here for a moment, is any sort of welcome emails if you have to write to new hires or kickoff emails that you have to write to a project team, any emails that you want to write to the bigger team. Again, it's about the structure that you get if you ask GPT to do this, and then you're going to have to edit it and fill the holes and make it really specific for your purposes, obviously, but it will give you a bit of a template. And I think that can be really useful. So that's in the onboarding process or any of those welcome emails that are somewhat simple with a larger group of people. The fourth one is great for when you have to create a presentation or a slide deck for something. Um, ChatGPT won't create slides for you, but it will create good headlines. So if you have a slide, for example, on let's say last year's revenue numbers, and you could type in ChatGPT, create a headline for a slide on sales revenue numbers that were stagnant or that were increasing, and then it will spit out some headlines for slides. You could also use this for good subject lines in emails if that's part of what you do. Uh, but anytime you have a specific topic and you want to come up with some good, solid headlines, ask ChatGPT for some ideas. That was number four. Number five is to shorten text. If you know about yourself that you're worthy in your communication, you could say shorten the following text to X characters while maintaining the same tone column. And then you drop your wordy text and then you ask it to shorten it. See what comes up. So this is really good if you have to put something on a slide, right? Again, or in an email, you realize, oh my gosh, I'm making this really long. <laughs> Let's shorten this. Try out what ChatGPT comes up with. Now on to the sixth one. The sixth one is about introduction sentences, conclusion sentences, takeaway sentences that you have to write for performance reviews. So let's say you're having a performance review conversation and then you want to capture this as a note uh, or track it or put that in an email. Which general doubt, quick side note, I always suggest the feedback receiver will recap the feedback, not the feedback giver. But let's assume you're in a situation where you have to draft out and write down a performance review. Ask ChatGPT to write a performance review for an employee who is and then add some attributes and then use that again as a template not a final product. You're still going to have to edit this a ton, but it will give you a really good structure with a solid introduction. You'll see that main content and then a solid conclusion that you can um, replace worth for and make it yours. Number seven, any meeting agendas that you have to create and you want to send ahead of time or share in a meeting. If you say uh, create a meeting agenda for a team meeting, including the following three topics, and then you add those topics, chat GPT will spill out a pretty nice agenda for you. So grab that. It will take a minute or so for it to write it 
and I'm pretty sure it will save you a few minutes compared to you coming up with the entire structure yourself. And then the eighth application here and where and how to use chat GPT in your work right away would be if you have to research a topic. Let's say you get an assignment from your boss or you notice yourself like, hey, we have a problem with inventory or you have to do a research project on alternative ways to store data or let's say you have to do some research on cybersecurity issues for storing passwords. Totally making this up. You could ask chat GPT what questions do I have to ask or what aspects do I have to consider if I need to evaluate cybersecurity risks for passwords? Or what topics do I have to consider or questions do I have to ask myself if I'm doing research on proper data storage? <laughs> I think you get the point. Find whatever topic you're researching and ask it for key topics or questions to ask. Now, it won't do the research for you. It might give you some good key bullet points to use. You'll still have to do the research, mostly because uh, isn't connected to the internet and therefore won't be able to pull any recent information. But it can serve as a great way to outline your research and make sure you're covering all your bases and you're not missing a really important perspective that otherwise you might not have uh, noticed or forgotten about or even considered if it wasn't for an AI tool. So these are the eight specific ways that I think ChatGPT can help you right away in your work and give you some of those low-hanging fruits and, and immediate benefits in your productivity. I'm going to quickly recap. We talked about job descriptions. We talked about formal emails. We talked about those broad uh, welcome emails or generic emails that go to a, a larger group. Again, these are just drafts. Let me reiterate this again. Then we talked about uh, slides and headlines for slides. We talked about shortening texts as well as any performance review structures that you might need to create. Then number seven was meeting agendas and number eight was helping you do some research by spitting out some research topics or good questions to ask yourself about a specific topic when doing research. I hope you found this helpful. I'm really interested in ChatGPT and seeing how it evolves and how AI generally will influence the workplace in the future. And I don't mean like 50 years out. I do mean the next three to five, maybe 10 years out. As again, as I said in the beginning, I think we're really at this inflection point and the changes will be pretty exponential in my opinion. If you have any other ways that if you've already tried out ChatGPT and found it super helpful or you come across any other resources about it that you think I should know about, email me at contact at RamonaShaw.com. I'd love to hear from you. And if you have any other ways that you use ChatGPT at work and you find it really useful, please let me know. I'd love to include that in a future episode. Email me at contact at RamonaShaw.com and I'll give you a big shout out. Thanks so much. And I'd love to connect. So with that, I'm going to wrap this episode. I hope you have some good ideas. If you haven't already tried out ChatGPT, go check it out. Play around with it. And I always love to hear from you. So if you have any insights, any other suggestions and ideas, please do send me an email. It's always good to hear. I respond to all of them. I read all of them and respond to all of them. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day or week. And I'll be back next week with another episode of the Manager Track podcast. Bye for now. If you enjoyed this episode, then check out two other awesome resources to help you become a leader people love to work with. This includes my best-selling book, The Confident Incompetent New Manager, which you can find on Amazon or at RamonaShaw.com book. 
and a free training on how to successfully lead as a new manager. You can check it out at ramonashaw.com masterclass. These resources and a couple more you'll find in the show notes down below.